0: Welcome to No Applause, Just a Clap. I am Deb, and the gentleman sitting next to me who went negative four on Down Periscope is Doug. Hello. I can't believe we had that conversation, trying to figure out which actors were in Down Periscope and which were in McHale's Navy.
1: I can double-check it, but I would imagine it's Kelsey Grammer, Rip Torn, Lauren Holly. Fuck and then whoever the general was.
0: Ernest Borgnine.
1: No, I don't I don't I'd imagine Ernest Borgnine doesn't even get uh top billing? Uh no.
0: You don't have to check it now, Doug. Yes I do. What have I done?
1: Um so let's just start while this is going on. Wolf
0: of Wall Street. Somebody watch *Full Football* Street.
1: I did a three-hour-long commercial for cocaine.
0: It's really funny because they were doing an interview with uh, DiCaprio, and he said that that oh, and the 8 Oh, I was
1: really wrong across the board. Okay, go ahead. Hold on. According to IMDb, not Leonard Moulton, number one, Kelsey Grammar. That's a given. Two, Lauren Holly. Okay. Three. I forgot he was even in it. Rob Schneider.
0: Rob Schneider was in that?
1: He was the, yeah, remember? He's the one that, like, tries to mutiny um, Kelsey Grammer. Oh, that's right. Uh, And number four of all fucking people, Harry Dean Stanton.
0: Oh, Harry Dean Uh, Stanton. Bruce Dern was who I was thinking of. Okay.
1: Uh, And then uh, uh, William H. Macy. uh, Oh, Toby Huss was who I couldn't remember. Uh, Yeah, Harlow Williams gets, like, 10th. Oh, Rip Torn is, like, 11th. Jesus. Pat Oswald.
0: Alright, Doug, put the phone down. No more McHale's Navy. I mean, no more Down Periscope for you. <laughs> now you're going to go back and watch it, aren't you?
1: Down Periscope? Yeah. Oh, I could we watch that endlessly. I love that movie. I really do. Hugely underrated.
0: Okay, so Wolf of Wall Street. It's
1: the dumb and dumber of submarine movies.
0: Wolf of Wall Street.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, um, no,
0: like I said, I was listening to an interview, and DiCaprio was saying that he only ever had two projects that he felt like he needed to kind of personally shepherd onto the screen, like do a lot of hand-holding and pushing and whatnot, and it was this one, and it was The Aviator, and in my head I'm like, well, you don't have good instincts for what's going to make a successful movie, now do ya?
1: Well, Wolf of Wall Street was successful, well, av- yeah. no, Aviator really wasn't.
0: No, Aviator wasn't at all. But he's got
1: good instincts. I mean, Titanic, uh, Inception.
0: Like I said, both of those are incredibly long movies.
1: Wolf of Wall Street and... The
0: Aviator? Yeah. Yeah. Can't you just make some more catch me if you can? Oh, God. Knock, knock. Who's there?
1: Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Hearing Tom <laughs> Hanks say the word fuck is so amazing.
0: Look like I said no. It's just, like I said, can't you just make some more Catch Me if You Can?
1: Who directed that? Was that uh Is that Spielberg? Well, think, no. I, yeah. I, I think it was Spielberg. No.
0: Yeah. I like, I love that movie.
1: Oh, Catch it's Me just, if You Can it's is just
0: so lighthearted and fun.
1: Yeah, except for he's like kept in prison for 6 months in solitary confinement in like a cave.
0: Man, Sad in face. Did no, you he's, have like, he's,
1: like, in the cell next to Bruce Wayne from Dark Knight Returns, or, uh, uh Dark Knight Rises.
0: You know, except his back's not broken.
1: Right, so Lynn was like the doctor.
0: Anyways, did you have any other thoughts about Wolf of Wall Street?
1: Uh, I think it's fantastic. We're gonna talk about our Oscar picks, uh, later on. Um, but in that, uh, Jonah Hill is fucking amazing in it. Um, uh, you can tell that uh, Matthew McConaughey has not gained the weight back after Dallas Buyers Club.
0: Oh, God. He got so thin for that role. <sighs> not like Christian Bale Machinist then, but still. Close For for McConaughey? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, which I still have not seen Dallas Buyers Club. Um, that's sitting on my watch list, uh, along with Blue Jasmine for, for the Oscar picks. Even though Blue Jasmine is not up, but I believe Kate is it Kate Blanchett? Yes, is up for, for uh, Best, actress. Best Actress. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: I'm really hoping. I don't look at the later. On.
1: I really liked Wolf of Wall Street. I really did. Um, I I'm not sure on the comparisons that they uh, that they bring about with um, Casino and Goodfellas. Um,
0: Nobody gets shot in the cornfield bit dialogue.
1: Hold on, scanning. No. That's disappointing. Um, but if you like a lot of people on coat fucking, uh, it's the movie for you. Um, but it very much does harken back to the early Scorsese stuff. Um I'll like you like you like Scorsese Goodfellas.
0: movie I really hate? Kings of New York.
1: Oh, I fucking hate that movie.
0: Yet Once another, again, Leonardo DiCaprio. Caprio. It is long as fuck
1: boring as shit.
0: And in the end, it has no purpose. Oh, all this stuff happened, but wait, none of it fucking matters.
1: It's Martin Scorsese doing fucking Legends of the Fall. Like, it's fucking ridiculous.
0: Oh, God.
1: And Legends of the Fall. Really good movie. Really fucking long and boring.
0: I can't sit through Legends of the Fall again.
1: It was on AMC like three weeks ago. and I. No,
0: they had it on this the other day on TV and I watched like 20 minutes of it. It's the part where he's having the conversation with her when he's behind bars, and she's talking. Uh-huh. I'm just like,
1: nope! I mean, it's great after Anthony Hopkins has a stroke. I mean, like, those scenes where, like, the dad, like, he's, like, rallying his dad to come back and stick it to the man, and he's like, fuck the government. And you're like, yay! But for the rest of the movie, it's just the pacing is fucked. Um
0: Fuck the government! <laughs>
1: Is that what he says? Or you like? No, he says something like like that. You said something like that. made me laugh. Yeah. stroke <coughs> face. He's got stroke face.
0: You gonna sing uh, "End of the World as We Know It" to be?
1: No, I'll just pretend I'm in Heroes. Uh, I've
0: heard him. What's that? It's the family. Oh guy. guy Where he has a stroke and yep. starts singing that. He's in the car singing that. It's yeah. ridiculous.
1: Nah, stroke face is like uh, what's his name from Heroes. He Who's
0: talking
1: about? Uh. Milo Fentamilosha? That is not correct. Are
0: just adding syllables to a random word? Probably.
1: Um, this isn't like Russian. The guy that plays uh, Peter Petrelli. Not Peter. Wait, yeah. Peter, yeah. Yeah. He's got the same like, um, nerve damage to his face that Stallone has.
0: Oh, he has a lazy face? Yeah. Oh, is that why he got cast as Stallone? Somewhere? Uh-huh. Oh, yep.
1: Probably. Actually, that's a huge part of it. Uh, in, in, in Rocky, Just no. Rocky, yeah. Which was fucking really good as well. I mean, I... Was that? that was up for Oscars, wasn't it?
0: I think so. They've been playing all I, the I know Rockies. it didn't, I didn't like win. I didn't win anything. They've been playing all the Rockies on Ion, so I've been catching bits and pieces
1: of him. I will break him. If he dies, he dies.
0: It's the end of the one where he has been trained by Apollo Creed, and they fade out right before they're about to start boxing. Uh, After he defeated is- Mr. T.
1: Uh, that's Clever Lang, so... Four?
0: Like I said, it's just one of those things where I'm like, really, you gonna fade out?
1: Because three... Eat. Three ends with him hugging Carl Weathers, and Carl Weathers is like, there'll be no rematch. Yeah.
0: But there isn't four. Kind of. Uh... But you don't get to see it.
1: I might be really wrong on this. I might be getting my Rocky movies alright, I'm sure the internet will correct us. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. However, you did do a nice segue.
1: Hey... Bridget Nielsen and or Dolph Lundgren from Rocky I think it's Rocky 4 so 3 has got to be
0: the one with Rocky. Mr. T Doug put the phone down I don't want you looking it up
1: I'm not I'm getting an email from our server host
0: What? what's broken
1: uh, nothing it's a newsletter
0: Okay. what's broken you did do a nice segue though guess what was announced this week
1: Carl Weathers
0: yes Carl Weathers was announced this week Heroes Reborn.
1: Ah, yes. And we'll see. They've they've teased that some of the older cast will come back. Um, Considering none of the cast uh, from the original uh, run of Heroes is doing anything.
0: Hayden is. What's she doing? She's been working on Nashville for the last three years.
1: Nashville's still on?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, shit. No, what's the one with uh, the girl from... What, what's the one with uh, Morticia Adams from Witches? Um, Smash. Is that oh, Smash is cancelled. No, oh, they okay. cancelled Smash. But Nashville's still on? Yeah. I have just got it Smashville in my head.
0: Smashville. <laughs> uh, However, what is the actor who played Hero doing? Because I always want to see more uh, of Oka? Yeah, I always want to see more of him. Always. In everything. Yeah, pretty much. Um, like, I even don't... when he was in...
1: Get Smart. And he was in the, like, direct-to-video... Direct Sequel?
0: The Get Smart movie. I mean, the Get Smart, like, sub-movie, yeah. Which is something about, like, God, Max and something.
1: Like, go <laughs> go to Vegas or whatever? Do Dallas? I don't know. No, it was actually but, um, really
0: cute, I was gonna say. But no, well, there's something else that he was in that was terrible. I think he was like, oh yeah, he was like a bathroom attendant in Balls of Fury.
1: The patent was a fucking asthmatic, so it works out. Um... No, I don't know what Masioke is doing, but I, I mean, did he go back? I mean, to he his could always he could always fall back to his life in Lucas Arts. I like mean, I said,
0: did he go back to his was it original job or? I don't know. Because like I said, I always want to see more of him, and you know that was one of the things I fell in love with with season one of uh, Heroes was him and his sidekick I slash. Died. Yeah, him and his sidekick slash best friend. Who's on
1: Justified? Uh, Ando pops up on Justified.
0: Like I said, I loved Hero and Ando out on their little quest to save the world. Yeah, but you
1: know the thing is, in the original Heroes, they always had this like one of those, like, kind of rules where they were like, the two people that will never get powers are uh, Mohinder and um, Ando, and then they both get powers, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, really? we've
0: had this discussion before where the writer's strike really fucked them up. Oh, the
1: second season was Like I said, they
0: completely lost their center. They had no idea what they were doing. The third one was really
1: hard to follow if you didn't binge watch. Uh, Watching it week to week, it was the war between uh, Pinehurst and... Uh, Internet correct me, I'm wrong that I I don't remember the name of the other the company that was run by Robert Forrester, which was the Petrelli father who had not sort of faked his death. I'm not quite sure what was going on on that one.
0: Like I
1: don't I don't really know what was going on there. Pinehurst and uh, oh, that's gonna drive me nuts. But anyway, um, and then the fourth season kind of kind of congealed and it was like okay, there's a new bad guy and um, played by Samuel, who we'll talk about later. In the show. Um, and then you have Claire saying, you know, like the, all the news groups are there and she jumps off, excuse me, the roller coaster, Ferris wheel, whatever, and like does like the whole like call back to the season one. When she's testing herself. When she's testing her powers. And Why her
0: cheerleading uniform. You know, just because. Thanks to Because
1: that's all she has to wear as a popular girl. She only changes them like normal clothes, like when she changes schools, right? I don't remember. Yeah.
0: Is that where Glee got the idea?
1: Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck Glee. Uh,
0: apparently, we're going to be talking about TV shows that are doing something new these uh, in this uh, podcast because what's happening on Friday that you and I are both crazy excited about. Yes! Veronica Mars movie is finally coming out. Yeah, they
1: actually just released the the first two minutes online, um, but it's a lot of just slow build-up. You saw a lot in the trailer with, um, I believe it's her being interviewed by, what is it, The Law Firm? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, um, I'm not watching the first two minutes. I'd rather be surprised.
0: Oh, I haven't watched the first two minutes either. I have, however, been kind of mentally prepping myself by starting to watch Veronica Mars again.
1: I keep mentioning it to people, hoping they'll get excited or ask me what it is where I'm like, yeah, we're going to go see the Veronica Mars movie. Oh yeah,
0: no, I actually did that and I found out that one of my regulars who I consider a friend is totally into Veronica Mars too. And I'm like, yay! Something else we can like together. Did you just zero error?
1: No, I I just, I I really do think that the Veronica Mars movie is going to have kind of this weird um... Not to mix metaphors, but like kind of a post coital like postpartum thing, where like we were gonna watch it and be like, yeah, and then it's like, oh fuck, that's it, like we're done, like it's as far as it's gonna go.
0: I'm actually okay with that. Okay, because you know they really shouldn't have made that second Sex in the City movie.
1: But then we couldn't have talked about Carrie, and Mr. Big last week.
0: That was in the first one.
1: Yeah, but not them getting together. Yeah, they
0: got married like, in the first one, at the end of the first minute. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch them. See? Suck it, Doug.
1: <laughs> That's so Samantha. <laughs> um.
0: oh. You're like the less trampy Samantha.
1: No, I'm like a straight Miranda. Um. Zing. Oh, self-burn. Weird sex in the city, self-burn. Those are rare.
0: <laughs> you say it's weird sex in the city, self-burn. I think you had some sort of horrible chafing accident.
1: Sex in the city, self-burn? Yeah, that does sound like I'm using like some kind of euphemism for like nut waxing or something. Doesn't yeah, it?
0: like I said, like you had some kind of unfortunate chafing accident. Like I was like, well, I rubbed some nair on my balls. I know I have
1: sex in the city, self-burn. Okay. It's
0: it's... A- they have them on Reddit, but I think uh, most of the time you can also just kind of uh, Google uh, weird product reviews and it'll come up. But some of the customer reviews for Nair on Amazon oh, are I the funniest, write one. Thing, funniest thing I've ever read. There's also another subreddit, which is a whole bunch of reviews that Do- George Takai has written. And they're fucking amazing.
1: You weren't working. Uh, we weren't working at the cafe together when I had uh, when I had Naird.
0: What? What? Why? Why? Why?
1: Whoa. Uh, yeah, and Hayes made, um, (laughs) made me show everyone my nipple burns.
0: You put it everywhere?
1: Okay, let me just... I'm gonna need a little
0: more backstory, yeah. See, they're coming for you because of the nair.
1: (laughs) Well, the burns have been salved, so we're fine. Um, but, uh... (laughs) Uh... When they say, like, do not put sensitive parts of the body, including dot, dot, dot... Yeah. Uh, that's written very small. You're
0: not supposed to put it on your genitals or your nips. Or your butt. Oh.
1: Well, I... Do, no. Well, no. I bleach my asshole. That's not true. That's not true. Um. Or is it? Okay, no so tell.
0: are you trying to tell me that the warning was too small for you to realize that you shouldn't put it on sensitive areas...
1: Yeah, but just my nipples. I didn't go any lower than just the... Uh,
0: okay, what happened?
1: The weird uh, Craven, uh, the hunter lion vest sweater thing I've got going on.
0: What happened to your nipples?
1: I chemically burned them.
0: What did they look like?
1: Dry hamburger?
0: Mmm.
1: Half dry hamburger. Oh. Had the color of ground chuck. But the crackliness of like desert stretches.
0: That sounds horrible.
1: Yeah, it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, that sounds horrible. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that was when I finally went, okay, I'm furry and I'm just gonna have to live with it.
0: I, I think anybody could tell just by looking at you you've got some body hair, Doug. Mm. Uh,
1: It moves like water over my body.
0: You're very masculine.
1: No, I'm furry. That's, I'm a manimal.
0: That sounds like some kind of beard horrible fetish. Totally into manimals.
1: Yeah, I'm like a straight bear. It's awesome. Not. I said not like it's a 1989. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Have you been watching the original RoboCop? Is that what happened?
1: Bitches leave. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Food. I like how
1: you go <laughs> regular time and I go and in Bader's <laughs> in. War food. War on food? No. It's war in food. Um, when we talked a couple weeks ago or, uh, yeah, philosophy. a couple weeks ago, um, or last week about, uh, uh depending on what show you listen to, this or damn, about Techno Karma and a new phone and i was backing up all of my uh bookmarks and fell across uh Warren Ellis's Experiments in Food which was originally for i think some kind of sweet potato mash and then something else um and i loved just the way he writes uh recipes it's very kind of Shane Blackish um and ended up uh i ended up having to like google everything um for my bookmarks, and then you know, find them and rebookmark them. They didn't transfer right over. Long story short, and uh, when I googled uh, experiments in food for Warren Ellis, I came up with another three recipes.
0: Um, awesome.
1: So I don't know if I can read. So we can bring it up super quick. Um,
0: well, what intrigued me though is you said he'd said something about squeezing garlic cloves like zits.
1: Yeah, let's see, that's the mashed thing. I believe that's, yeah, if that's the first one I found. Um, uh, let's see, uh, blah, 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 blah. So tonight I randomly experimented in the kitchen. So randomly, in fact, so randomly, in fact, that I was basically making it up as I went along. And now I'm thinking I'm probably going to forget what I did. So before it all fades away into the same haze, that includes things like what I did yesterday, whether or not I went to the toilet in my pants, or what sex is like I give you experiments in food. Oh. Let's see if I can find, uh, let's see. da 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 It talks about the, uh, Open a bottle of beer, not a fucking Budweiser or a bats, A proper beer, damn it. Um... I mean, uh, a proper fucking beer. You know what I mean. Pour some down your throat. Now pour some in the tin foil. A mouthful or so. Spit your mouthful into the pocket if you'd like. I mean, it'd be disgusting, but the person you're cooking for will never know, right? Close the pocket so you now have a sealed tin foil bag full of head, full of a head of garlic and parentheses possibly regurgitated beer. Spit beer. Uh, sling it in the oven. Uh, have some more beer. Swallow it this time, you freak. Uh, let's see if I can find the. Um, let's see. Uh, he's talking about. Uh, 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 not, not skinning, what's the term uh, there? Um, when Peeling? You're peeling. Peeling pota- uh, sweet potatoes, which do in fact look a bit creepy like mutant suborn moles or something. Unless it's just me.
0: Yeah, it's just you. Uh,
1: once the water's boiling, fling the bastards in. You can pretend they're screaming as they hit the boiling water if you like. Try not to let people catch you making the noises. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah, uh, here we go. Okay. Uh, get the garlic out of the oven. Be very careful how you open it. So, once you've slashed or chewed it open and sewed your face off, take the garlic out. There's no easy way to do the next bit. So, open the tops of the cloves of your with your knife and squeeze the garlic out, like, garlic out into the sweet potato. Roasting it turns it into a hot paste, and if you and, and just squidges out of the skin like delicious zip pus.
0: Oh God! Oh, c-
1: you can also smash it down on the countertop, under the flat of a big knife, and scoop up the paste as it shoots out obscenely.
0: Okay, I know exactly what he's talking about, but I may never be able to.
1: That's <laughs> just one of them.
0: Garlic like that ever again.
1: That's just one of them. That was the first one I found. He also has several. He talks about his daughter not being human, because she puts cheese on everything. Like, it's fucking phenomenal. It
0: sounds fantastic.
1: Uh, so Google, uh, uh, you know, experiments in food, uh, you know, comma, Ellis. Warren Ellis, yeah. And you'll come up with at least uh, one, four. if not all four um, that I found. And I know that I believe on the reprint of Crooked Little Vein, um, a few of them made it into the, uh, the re-release. I
0: didn't
1: read the re-release, actually. Mm-mm.
0: I was going to say, I still have a pretty nice... I'm sorry, everyone who's listening, I have to plug in my phone. Because it is getting low. Well, How, I
1: had an advanced press okay. copy, but what are
0: you going to
1: Membership has its privileges, Deb.
0: To... I want to hit you with my whiteboard. Freezing? Maybe. Uh, so I have been re-watching a few of the old Clerks cartoons recently. Which awesome. I think They're are actually... only two
1: or three of them that are good.
0: I was going to say, I think there are just parts of it that are underrated, because there are parts of that that are just part of kind of my everyday vernacular. Like, is it safe?
1: Is it safe? Is it I safe? did that to someone two weeks ago, too. Awesome.
0: It's safe. It's very safe.
1: Well, I get me is what safe? Is it safe? What safe? Is it safe? That like, is... yes. I'm like, but is it safe?
0: Unfortunately, the worst thing... It's a terrible habit that it gave me, but they had a joke in Clerks, which now happens in my head every time a fat chick walks past, where when they walk past it, when a fat girl walks past, they play the sound of of a a semi, yeah, of a semi-truck passing, and I totally hear that in my head every time I walk past somebody who's really hefty. Like Kevin
1: Smith. That's the ironic part.
0: Well, not anymore. Smith. He's pretty trim now. Oh
1: God, have you? No, he's not. Did he put some of it back on? Oh yeah.
0: Oh Kevin.
1: Have you seen any of the wraparounds on Complic Man? He doesn't sit down. Oh really? No, he's always standing up.
0: Huh. Not what. Hmm. But yeah, like I said, he's it's... a
1: fat man on Batman. Is what was why.
0: There, there, there. But like I said, it's just one of those. It's like the why are we walking like this? Why are we walking like this? And then they oh, is that, that's the uh, the, force-
1: the, fla- the flashbacks. The-, the second
0: episode that was a flashback episode? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And who wrote that? What genius of animation writing wrote that? Paul Dini.
0: Isn't he also the one that's a fan of the, the, the waiting jokes? You know, like the add a few more seconds to make it more uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, Paul Dini is amazing. I mean, not only was he an architect in, in the Batman animated series, um, but you know that you and I have talked about, which I don't believe you've ever seen, is the, the final episode of um, Brave from the Bold. No, and you talk, about it, oh, party. you talk
0: about it all the time. It's
1: such a great episode. The guy really does think outside of the box for someone who's worked on He-Man of the Masters of the Universe and Fat Albert and all of these kind of straightforward cartoons and to have these really stray episodes where you have Kind of the, the the really fun idea of like, let's do a second episode, that's a flashback episode. Or let's have it a last episode, it's actually a rap party. And then you have this, like, it, right in the middle of those two is, like, the Heart of Ice um, episode of um, the animated series. Uh, that, uh, the Batman animated series that won, like, nine Emmys. Because it was, if you don't cry during it, it's, you're, I don't know, you're not human. You're just not. It's like the end of Toy Story 3. It's fucking heartbreaking. Oh, God. Have you read the whole thing, the new um, Pixar thing on, on about Toy Story? No. That um, they finally released like these weird in-jokes about who Andy's mom is. Okay. And it turns out Andy's mom is the girl who originally owned...
0: Jessie?
1: Uh-huh. Okay. And how it like, all kind of circles back around... Because, like, the hat she gives Andy is actually Jesse's hat, not Woody's hat. And da 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 da. So, like, and it's, uh, what is it? The chicken man from the second one.
0: Oh, uh, Al. Al's Toys. Yeah. Al's Toy uh, Barn. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, like, like dressed yeah. as a
1: chicken. Um, Wade Knight, Jurassic Park douchebag. Yeah. And, uh, but, like, yeah, and how he talks about, like, oh, I got this at a garage sale after a little girl didn't want it, and da 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 da. Like, it starts.
0: They're all connected. Like,
1: yeah, and I'm like, okay, either they meant to do it and it's fucking amazing, or they didn't mean to do it and it's even more amazing. You know what I mean? Like, it's all a series of happy accidents that you can go... Oh, this connects oh, to this. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and we didn't even think happy. about that. You I mean, it's... Yeah. We'll talk off-air about uh, the, the, my book that you haven't read yet. Um, I'm there, sorry. There were a few happy accidents that it happened. It actually
0: has to do more with the fact that I don't want to mess up your copy of the book... So it's like if I'm sitting here most of the time I'm eating and I don't want to eat and read your book at the same time because I don't want to fuck it up and get an increase or anything else on it. Okay. I'm respecting the book, Doug.
1: Well, I'm not going to pretend you won't cry during it. That's not true. I don't write anything to that point yet.
0: I don't think I cried at anything since the notebook.
1: Toy Story 3.
0: I didn't actually... Okay, maybe I did cry.
1: There are two types of people in this world, Deb. The ones that admit to crying during Toy Story <laughs> 3. And liars.
0: Oh, God. He hit, he, hit, he hit the nail on the head with the Schindler's Toy Box comment there. Ooh. Was that two or three? That, that was, was three. 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 Oh, oh, God. Man. Well, moving on. Please. <laughs> Update on Deborah's newest time-consuming activity. Deborah's Ingress problem got exponentially slashed better worse this week. As spy my work became a portal. Fuck yeah, motherfucker. Hacking that shit all day at work. Did you do it? No, actually. Our non-turn beat me to it by two days. That Like it never bitch.
1: occurred to you to make your workplace a portal?
0: It takes a really long time for submissions to get accepted, mm. so I did it very early on in the game. Well, when I was playing the game. But However, Michael's
1: been playing it for...
0: No, actually, yeah. he's been playing it one day longer than me. <laughs> and he got the submission in two days before I did. That bitch. Anyways, so like I said, Deborah's Ingress problem grows. ma
1: you made them worse. Or better.
0: Pretty much. And, da-da-da-da, da is time for the return of shows after the Olympics.
1: Yay! Thank God Doug's the Olympics
0: are over because they totally fucked up my life.
1: Well, well work-wise. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I got a lot done with two weeks without regular television programming. That Whereas I had 8 o'clock inflation. games
0: that I had to be in to work for.
1: Um... So uh, my production is actually my my personal production for the network has slowed down and uh which is but that's fine because I'm now running like weeks ahead on variant covers and I've I've sort of already putting together stuff for other shows. Which
0: actually works out well for me since you and I haven't had a lot of free time to do a lot of the nuts and bolts activities.
1: Yeah. It worked out that you know, we were yeah, we were in contact and excuse me.
0: You okay there? Red Bull. You having fun burping Red Bull? <sighs>
1: We haven't talked about bourbon Red Bull in a while.
0: We should have a conversation about bourbon Red Bull. Yeah. No, no. I mean, we should do it now.
1: Oh no, no, no! I'm just saying we haven't talked about in a while, but, or uh, mentioned it.
0: Return of shows. Community's back.
1: Community, Well, I mean, everything's back. The only thing that didn't take breaks were Cougar Town and Justified.
0: Well, those are also cable, as opposed to network.
1: Um, well, no, but Archer. I mean, uh, Justified is in, uh, on FX, and even Archer was on hiatus. So,
0: I think they just like to drag Archer out as long as yeah, possible. Yeah, I think they do too.
1: Um, I'm
0: not sure why they don't do that with Justified.
1: Because we know it's gonna be the end soon. No, oh. I know next season's the last season. Is, is last it wrong
0: season. That I'm looking forward to it so I can
1: binge the whole series? Oh, you really do. This season is a this the fifth season is gonna be a really good one to binge because it's pretty much. All bad guys. Awesome. Like, it's, yeah, it's fucking. I, I love Justified. I love uh, 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 Elmore Leonard uh, a, a great deal. Uh, one of those great, we've talked about this, uh, noir legends that uh, affected me uh, along with Dashiell Hammett. Um, and uh, and John Ridley more modernly. 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 Yeah, I said it all right. Um, I yesterday, you said I think recently, I. recently, but okay. Recently. Uh, more modern. Um. So, I mean, yeah, huge just But I almost went last year. The doctor beat him out, but I was gonna go uh, as uh, uh, Deputy uh, Raylan Gibbons as ho- for Halloween.
0: It's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, not as tall or good looking, but you know.
0: Speaking of things that are coming back that are about to end soon, the end is very much within sight for How I Met Your Mother.
1: Five episodes left, and, and they're gonna drag those fuckers out. Cause it's what now? It's now March. Like when does that show end? May. I'm not sure. So you got eight weeks, five episodes. Like I
0: actually think they're not. I think they're. They said they were going to do the last five in a row, I
1: believe. And then they're talking. A, there's a sneer and some air quotes. Spinoff.
0: Yeah, but it won't have any of the original characters in it, except maybe some of the bar staff.
1: Yeah, like Carl. Oh Carl i you watch a show about Carl?
0: Poor Wendy the waitress. And Wendy. She was so abused.
1: When you finally realize that maybe Carl is a vampire.
0: He thinks you're a vampire. Shh shh.
1: Um Yeah, no, it's but, not gonna be and is it is it Bayes and Carter as on the spinoff? Do you know? I have no idea. Okay.
0: I honestly don't know. I was just gonna say I've just I've been rewatching some of the last episodes. I do admit, I think my favorite ep- uh, my favorite moment in the uh, How Your Mother Met Me episode, oh. she's just like, I haven't been doing nothing, I think I'm about to move into my robots doing track and field events phase.
1: Her painting robots. It was once ago, oh. It was so, when she's doing the English muffin singing memories, and the guy's like, yeah, great, and I'm like... No, he's
0: like, that's really funny.
1: Yeah, and it's like, no, fuck you, like, that's what Ted is going to think is like, haunting.
0: One tasty English muffin. <laughs> yeah.
1: It, it's then that was what was that the 200th episode and to have them like flip the trope and go like how your mother met me because it's like well you've spent like nine seasons getting to know Ted and it's like well how'd the mother get there which you could have just as easily gone like that's inconsequential it's not about her it's about Ted
0: but it also tied up a lot of the little you know uh, tidbits that it was just... along the way with the yellow umbrella and uh, her being in the class that Ted accidentally taught the first day, and he day makes and
1: this the shellfish joke,
0: and she laughs. Mm-hmm. Ted and he says and his, his dad jokes. Oh God, the dad jokes. Hashtag dad
1: jokes. My only issue with that episode was that to fill in the time that Ted was being a man whore,
0: they had her
1: mourning a dead boy, a dead boyfriend. It's like okay kind of a downer when you kind of like think about it
0: but people get ready for relationships in different ways I should say life prepares you for relationships in different ways
1: and we still and once again like he still hasn't met her
0: what the damn hell what what the damn hell when she gets the email bass player wanted yes oh god must be hotter than our new bass player which in my opinion is a six and then she breaks the glass yep (laughs) she pulls the lily (laughs)
1: Thank you, Linus.
0: Oh, Linus. That's
1: easily one of the best running gags of the new season, is thank you, Linus. Um, that, we haven't seen all of the slaps. I think there's still, like, what, three slaps
0: left? I think there's only one slap left. I
1: don't because he managed to gain some back on the ducky tie bet.
0: You can't say the phrase, talk to the hand, because the face ain't listening. doesn't work, because the hand literally is, is your, on your face. face.
1: <laughs> so I think there's like a, at least one or two left.
0: I guess we'll see. I guess we'll but Marshall
1: see. wouldn't ruin the wedding by doing it.
0: No, he wouldn't. But, I mean, well, I guess we'll see. And yes, I did love drunk barney wandering off finding two random teenage boys and f- passing along
1: a playbook
0: the bro code and the playbook oh god
1: now my Any question,
0: luck their life is ruined forever
1: i don't want to get too deep into the continuity but we're once again gearing up towards uh robin and barney's wedding and if you remember the exploding meatball episode Where Barney fakes a sickness like 10 years from now to have um, Marshall eat the exploding sub because he got um, uh, marinara sauce on Barney's tie once. Do you remember that one? Yes. Well, it cuts to the future. And everyone's wearing wedding rings except for Barney and Robin. What does that imply? Either they never get married or they get divorced. Don't say
0: that. It makes
1: me sad. I'm just saying, the fact that they put a wedding ring on Ted shows that, yeah, they're thinking about the details that would be in the future.
0: Maybe they hadn't decided about Barney and Robin at that point.
1: It was in between them breaking up and then getting back together. Is that, Is that it, like season of, will they, they won't they?
0: Like I said, maybe they hadn't decided yet. Okay. Or maybe Barney and Robin are one of those couples that just don't wear wedding rings.
1: Mm. Now it was such a big lead up on the wedding. Come on.
0: I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I don't know. Ring bear. That. Will there or will there not be a bear at our wedding?
1: I managed, I think he manages to dodge that question, too. Please. Oh, God, that was the greatest payoff. That was a really good payoff.
0: Just some guy that gave you coffee once. <laughs> Speaking of shows... Like
1: peace out, dude, or whatever he says.
0: Firefly. Well,
1: the TV has been gone...
0: And Doug has been productive.
1: Yes. I have rediscovered uh, Firefly and then the movie Serenity. I kind of include it all. Yeah. Um, and about halfway through rewatching it, I really did forget how good that show is. How
0: Joss Whitney
1: that show is. Ben Edlund. Jamestown. I really did forget how good... I mean, I always knew I really liked... I mean, there were a few episodes where I'm like, I will always remember Jamestown, um, Objects in Space, Out of Gas, um, the scene in, I can't remember what episode it's in off the top of my head, but the scene where River sees um, Buck with all of his hair, and she like, hides in the ship.
0: Too much hair!
1: Too much hair! He's gonna put it away! No, it'll always be there. Waiting. And she has that whole thing about like, you know, what are you doing? I'm fixing the Bible and just oh, God, every she's every fixing
0: the every time that she and
1: She and Book play a off each other. Yeah. It's uh the one on uh, the one I just watched last night was out of gas when like you know all the life support's gonna fail and she goes everyone thinks we're gonna run out of oxygen, but don't worry, we won't run out of oxygen. And he kinda gets like a smile, like, you know, she seems to always know what's gonna happen and she goes We'll freeze to death first, and then just walks off, and you're like, what the shit? Summer Glau in that is just, just mind-destroyingly good. Um, I mean, everyone in it, I can see where everyone on that cast was like, that was easily the funnest job they ever had.
0: Well, even just in the first scene in that, he's playing with the toys,
1: Who's, oh yeah, Wash. Oh yeah, Alan Tudyk. Wash too, is
0: playing with the toys, and he's like, it'll be this land, and we shall call it This, this land. land. And I think we will call uh, it Your Grave.
1: It.
0: Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal.
1: And then, like, something happens, and he goes, oh, yeah, 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 whatever.
0: It's like the scene in Spaceballs, where he gets busted playing with the dolls.
1: That's right, uh, uh, no, uh Dark sir, I, Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, no, sir, I didn't see you playing with your dolls.
1: they aren't dolls.
0: But yeah, it's exactly Oh,
1: Dark Helmet! uh, Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So manly! Anytime you see somebody playing with action figures, it's pretty hilarious. Are you trying to tell me that your internal voices for your action figures aren't pretty fucking funny?
1: Well, I mean, last week was a bit more dramatic, but yeah, okay. Huh? It's a joke. okay. Because I don't have many action figures right now. You've
0: got Finn right there. I mean, sorry, Jake. The dog right there. Yeah, Jake.
1: You got me a Jake I, did to match get... my fin.
0: I couldn't get you a BMO. I'm sorry. I'll keep an. eye Oh, I saw a guy wearing a BMO beanie.
1: I was like, fuck! I want to steal it. BMO
0: beanie, awesome. But only if I can tape a cup with an egg in it to it. i will let you know. We
1: would we would do like a fake egg in a Dixie cup on my BMO. How'd you get so pregnant? <laughs> Last night, last the presents came into my room and said, Bebo I need your, perfect, your perfect body, body to it. also in a incarnation of a baby! Thud. <laughs> and just starts crying. Oh, it's, oh, so, it's so great. Beemo Noir is still my favorite. Um,
0: Arrow. Arrow. As Deborah stabs the whiteboard.
1: Uh, this will be really quick. Um, once again, uh, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is great. They've got some nods. But Arrow is still... I think very close second to Community on being the nerdiest show in television. The level of obscure uh, references, or like you know, uh, random weird Easter. Yeah like, yeah, like kind of the wink and nod. Um, the
0: oh, you know.
1: I was watching a new episode, and we're going to talk very briefly about it uh, because you haven't seen it, and I don't want to spoil a great deal. Um, but you have a new villain come into play and he was one of my favorites once again weirdly going back to the uh, Batman animated series uh, The Clock King um, whose original name was Tempest Fugit, which is Latin for time flies Uh, in Arrow his name is uh, William Tachman alright sure played by Samuel from uh, uh, Hero Season 4 yep Um, and he it starts off with you'd love this and you'd know why I love it because you know how much I like heist movies because I'm a dude
0: um, Actually, Anna really likes heist movies,
1: too. She liked The Clock King, because he's talking to his like little muscle people um, throughout the heist, and he's like, move to the elevator in nine seconds. Wait 22 seconds in this stairwell. You now have, like, seven seconds to do this. See, that just makes like,
0: me think of the Hudson Hawk when they're singing the song to keep on time oh during the heist. Christ. What?
1: We'll hold off on a Hudson Hawk rant later. Um...
0: I can't believe you're going to rant. Okay, anyways, continue.
1: It's the action comedies of Southland Tales. Anyway. I like a Hudson Hawk. I, I do, too. You just want a cappuccino.
0: I like I said, I can't make you a cappuccino. I still have But that fucking singing scene, scene.
1: annoys the living shit out of me because it's like... no way that would all work.
0: Well, yeah. Everybody has a different tempo.
1: And they... Anyway... Yeah, I mean, it's, and really just that scene that irritates the living hell out of me. And, uh, 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 uh Andy McDowell, uh, the drug makes her, like, what is it, the tranquilizer makes her, like, sound like a dolphin for fucking no reason.
0: Because it was funny.
1: And she was supposed to be a nun, like, I don't, uh, Anyway. I don't, I don't really want to go off on a let's pull apart Hudson Hawk rant right now. Um, so, Aero. Clock King. Loved it. Um, two of the more obscure references I caught, um, the Clock King is suffering from, of all things, McGregor syndrome. Which is the disease that Alfred has in Batman, Batman Robin. Robin. Like of they all. they
0: have to like I said, they have to get to freeze because he's cured the first two stages of it trying to save his wife.
1: Nora. She has a name. Um yeah. Do you want to be a stalactite? I thought you stalagmite. I must just crushed my phone thinking about that movie, too. Um. <clears throat>
0: Thank you, Linus.
1: I think if he hands me iPhone 5s, that'd be great. Um, and secondly, and this is a bit more obscure, you wouldn't necessarily caught this one. Um, we talked about this a couple of days ago. Um, they imply that, uh, or they talk about how Sarah had bartending jobs uh, in college. Yeah and that's how she gets uh, kind of her alter ego Uh, she ends up uh, bartending uh, at Verdant.
0: That doesn't shock me in the slightest.
1: So and Laurel is talking and he goes oh yeah like remember that one place you used to bartend with the peanuts on the floor and at first okay before Laurel actually finishes the sentence I go oh yeah like the bar that Black Canary worked at in the All-Star Batman and Robin by Frank Miller and Jim Lee and then they actually name drop the bar What's the name of the bar? Uh, Oblivion.
0: That's a great name
1: for a bar. Actually, it's really cool. Um, it, I think it's a two-page spread with her, and the first panel, uh, top left, going to, like, a, kind of around mm-hmm. the left, and then bottom of the page, and then top right. On the second page is a fuse and dynamite, and it's literally her temper, and it's like all the bar patrons are like, hey, sweet cheeks, hey, honey buns, hey, whatever, And the fuse is lit, and as it, like, she starts hating the patrons more and more, and as things keep escalating in this bar, and she starts hearing about Batman being a vigilante and taking out the scum, like, it finally breaks down to that TNT, and she becomes a vigilante, and then bangs Batman on a wharf. Um, Sounds hot. Sounds alright. It was a little weird, him banging Black Canary. I always think of her as Green Arrow's girl, and we will always think of her as Green Arrow's girl. Other than she did have sex with Doctor Midnight and I wanna say she fucked a villain, but I can't think of who. Someone associated with Raj Al Ghul though.
0: I wonder if I'd have copyright problems if I uh or trademark problems if I opened a bar called Oblivion.
1: Probably not. I mean
0: There's that terrible movie too though.
1: Oh, you mean Tom Cruise's moon? but not as good. So that seems like
0: a great, play, a great name for a dive. Oblivion? Yeah.
1: I went to a bar called Over There.
0: I'm going over there.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: like there's this bar that like, I like. literally, she
1: was like, where is it? I'm like, over there.
0: Like I said, there's this bar that I really like to go to. The service is fucking awful, but the food is fantastic, called uh, My Other Bar. Where is that? Um, Downing and Sixth. Okay. Yeah, Downing
1: and Sixth. Sixth and Downing. Thanks, down, down, no. Down. no thanks.
0: On to things that make us sad.
1: <laughs> okay. We lost, we lost a Ghostbuster.
0: We're a man down.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think number three is gonna happen now. Um, yeah, Harold Ramis has left us. And this was... I read the news right before I came on to work that day. Um and you know Shirley Temple Philip Seymour Hoffman these things do not necessarily immediately affect me Um, but Harold Ramis did he's done he's I I think written and or directed uh, four of the top like 25 comedy movies of all time yeah Uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Groundhog Day Animal House and Vacation Vacation thank you um, he was in Knocked Up. He was in, even his little bit part and as good as it gets. I'm sorry. Was I still really love good. love
0: Stripes. I love Stripes. We
1: were talking about Stripes. I
0: was gonna
1: say. No, was that which one am I thinking of with Belushi? I'm thinking 1942. The World War Two one. I'm not sure. I think that's yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of 1942. But yeah, no, I was no 1941
0: i was gonna say, I love Stripes. It cracks me up every time I watch it, and where do they go in Stripes? Czechoslovakia. Thank you, Cold War.
1: (laughs) Which is heating up in the actual real world right now.
0: Ukraine's on fire.
1: Uh, you haven't heard?
0: I know. I know what's going on. Yeah. Oh, I know things, Doug. We just don't normally talk politics.
1: Yeah, that's because there's usually not a fully armed Russian, like, submarine or, what is it, aircraft carrier... In Cuba,
0: yeah, it's just Cuba. They can have Cuba.
1: Yeah, it worked out so well for Kennedy. Thank God, kind of God. I honestly, I'm, I'm literally going. Thank God we live in the middle of the country.
0: We'll be fine, Doug. We'll be fine.
1: Except for NORAD. That's what makes us a target.
0: <clears throat> okay, so Oscar picks.
1: All right. <laughs> On the subject of total annihilation. Um,
0: Let's talk about things that don't matter.
1: <laughs> what what was making us cry? Ghostbusters. Oh, right. Um, well, I just hope he's up there in heaven. Feeling good busting. Cause busting makes him feel good.
0: So I really would like Jennifer Lawrence to win Best Supporting Actress.
1: Well, let's let's go. Let, okay, Household. we'll we'll start. We'll we'll just do actor, actress, um, and and uh, best film. So let's start with actress because that's at the bottom of the list. Um, nominated: You've got Amy Adams, Cate Blanchett, Sandra Bullock, uh, Jane Judy, Judy Dench, and Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Well, it's because she wasn't oh, the she, lead. Is she is was she best is supporting. supporting. Yeah, supporting. Because Amy Adams was the female lead in American Hustle.
1: Uh, you've got Sally Hawkins, Jennifer Lawrence, Lupita the Youngo.
0: She's the girl yeah. from 12 Years a yeah. Slave.
1: Um, which I refuse to watch. I, I don't think I can emotionally handle it. I've heard it's extremely intense.
0: It's supposed to be excellent, but yes, it's supposed to be... Oh, I
1: didn't say it wasn't, I didn't say it was bad. I, I just don't know if I can emotionally handle watching something like that. Um, uh, Julie Roberts and June Squibb. Um, from Nebraska which I have yet to, to I watch I really either, want to actually. see it hmm?
0: I haven't seen Nebraska either actually
1: um, I think honestly it's going to be a toss up I'd say coin flip on uh, Lupita uh, Nayongo and June Squibb I'm calling it okay I'm calling that I'm, 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 I'm be, I, I know we'd like to see Jennifer Lawrence I
0: would I don't necessarily think it'll happen it's just I enjoyed her performance so much in American Hustle
1: she'd be the only X-Men with an Oscar right? No, Halle Berry. She,
0: she already has one. Silver Linings Playbook.
1: Did she have that before X-Men, though? Or after? I think after.
0: But I'm just saying, she she's already got one, Doug.
1: And she's been Days of Future Past, but Halle Berry's got an Oscar as well. so.
0: Monster's Ball.
1: Mm-hmm. Or Sling Blade the Porn. Because um, mm. she has a lot of raunchy Tinkers. sex with Sling Blade. She does. Uh, Male, Actor, uh, supporting role of Akad Abdi from Captain Phillips, Bradley Cooper, American Hustle, Michael Fassbender, 12 Years a Slave, Jonah Hill, Wolf of Wall Street, Jared Leto, Leto. Leto uh, Dell Spires Club. I am going to say, I think he's going to win. Jonah Hill? No, Jared Leto. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins, but I'm rooting for Jonah Hill. I really am.
0: It's interesting how well Jonah Hill's been doing going up against these powerhouse American, uh, powerhouse like lead men lately. Like, he did really well in Moneyball. Uh, and now he did great in Wolf of Wall Street. And Django,
1: didn't he get something for Django?
0: I don't know if he got anything for Django, but I did laugh my fucking ass off at his role yeah. in Django. Yeah. And that was when, oh, I was going to say, that was one of the first times you saw all the weight loss he'd gone through uh-huh. too, was in Django, and you're like, damn
1: hard to find a tuxedo that changes size every three hours <clears throat> that's not an original knock that's
0: yeah well what about just best actor and lead
1: uh well what about actress? 'Cause actress because that's kind of in the uh back to actress uh amy adams cape blanchett sandra bullock uh jim judy dench and meryl streep i'm gonna give it judy dench i how could you not Sandra Bullock didn't save any disenfranchised, underprivileged black people in gravity, so <laughs> she's not going to fucking win.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, way, to to, way to put that out there.
1: Yeah. I like that this also uh, lets you know on what, uh, what I think about her winning the Oscar for Blindside. Uh, Side. <clears throat> lead actor Christian Bale, Bruce Stern, Leo DiCaprio. So I'm going to fuck this name up. Chaweedle. Ejifor. And Matt... Am I saying this right? Matthew? Matthew McConaughey. Um, it's a joke because that was the other... Never mind. Um, I'm going to call it uh, Matthew McConaughey. I really <laughs> do think McConaughey. so. McConaughey. I really think so.
0: Okay. I guess we'll see.
1: Uh, and best picture... I've only seen about half of them, unfortunately. Uh, American Hustle, Captain Phillips, da- Dallas Buyers Guide, Gravity, Hurt, Nebraska, Philomena. Wait, why
0: didn't Joaquin Phoenix get a nod for her in Best Actor?
1: I don't know. But yeah, well, I mean, he was up for a lot of Golden Globes.
0: I'm just saying, because his performance in that was mm. fucking torturously heartbreaking. Yep. Which is why you shouldn't talk to Siri very
1: much. Yep.
0: I really wish you know we should have just had the non-term taping us when we were t- asking Siri questions just to see our physical reactions. Oh well.
1: I'm gonna ask Siri if she will always love me after this show's over. Um, so we're okay. So, um, uh, American Hustle, Captain Phillips, uh, Dallas Buyers Guide, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena. I'm now pissed that they've extended this to eight movies. Uh, Twelve Years a Slave and Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. This is a tough one.
0: I'm not gonna make a prediction.
1: I'm gonna call. The, they didn't have Tom Hanks as either yeah, no, lead didn't. or. Uh uh-uh. Wow. Um. I don't think American Hustle is gonna win. I, I don't I'm, I'm, either. I'm one. gonna kind of come at it from the other up end. Going up
0: against Twelve Years a Slave.
1: Nebraska and Philomena, I think, are the. I think Nebraska, Philomena, and 12 Years a Slave are the three to beat. I really do think so.
0: Which I really liked her. I mean, don't get me wrong. just like getting kicked in the ovaries, but still.
1: If I had to choose between those three, I'm going to say coin flip. 12 Years a Slave, Nebraska.
0: Okay, apparently we're going to run all along. Okay, so moving on internet told me I'm wrong uh no you didn't because we're awesome suck it internet
1: well we're gonna have a few on this week um oh i want sure <clears throat> we will.
0: uh mistakes I made this week I've got one on here that you will probably also feel called you made it look easy apparently I had become too competent in my job and so even when I'm really busy I make it look easy enough mm-hmm. that my bar manager can be a total cunt rag to me and say when I say cunt rag it's a dude it's not a girl I was very busy, I had a line full of tickets, I had all of my burners working and a bunch of other stuff going on, but because I was standing there waiting for things to finish, he took that as a clue that I had nothing to do, so it was a good time for me to make him food. He's like, yeah, can you make me dinner? Because obviously you're not doing anything. Exact phrase! Obviously you're not doing anything. Oh, I'm sorry I made it look easy. Go fuck yourself.
1: Did you say something to that extent?
0: Oh, no, he controls my booze. I internalized it. <laughs> like I said, no, I... Well played, Barnett, well played. Well, also, that just at the time, he was also extremely busy. So I'm like, I'm going to do two things here. If I'm still angry about it today, which I am, I'm going to say something to the owner about that and about the piss-poor performance of my fucking cocktails last night. Cocktail uh, servers, not actual cocktails. Okay. If I'm still angry about it today, I'll say something to the manager, and also I'll just put it down to the fact that sometimes when we're busy, we all get a little bit snippy. Yep, absolutely. But I mean, I'm mean, i sure you've had that problem before, though, where you've gotten a little bit too confident, so people think you're not doing anything, even when you're extremely busy and multitasking. You're like, listen, I've got all the steps I need to do, all these things laid out in my head, and I'm doing them exactly how I'm doing them. It doesn't mean I'm not busy. It means I know what I'm doing. You're in
1: a holding pattern. You've got your rhythm, and that's...
0: Like I said, all of my mental cook times are in my head, I've got all of this stuff going on, I've got all of these plates laid out for all of these tickets, just because I need to wait a couple more minutes for things to finish cooking before I plate them, doesn't mean I'm not doing anything.
1: Yeah, you'll actually hear a little bit about this on um, a couple weeks out, damn, so.
0: Um, I have one more, which is, I'm too tired to be polite.
1: As you've proven.
0: What, right now, or in general?
1: A little column a, a, little column B.
0: When was I not polite to you? Oh, not me. Oh, here?
1: Or just in general.
0: Sometimes when I get done with work, I'm too tired to be polite. I'm sorry. Sometimes I just want to read my book and unwind for 20 minutes. I don't want to talk to you. It's just how it is. New bag.
1: Mistakes I've made. Mm-hmm. Don't buy cheap backpacks.
0: That one lasted in a while.
1: Uh, um, if I get about six months out of a Walmart bag, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Um, luckily the bag broke as I was coming up on, um, local record shop, um, Twist and Shout, so that I actually- had, uh, some in-store credit, so I was like, I'll just run in and kind of, well, eyeball the action figures, and then, um...
0: Find a replacement bag.
1: Yeah, and, You're uh, a
0: satchel kind of guy now.
1: Yeah, which is my mistake, because, you know... My body is used to a backpack. Well,
0: it also spreads the weight between two shoulders instead of just one.
1: Exactly, and my actual um, right shoulder—I could—I can could feel it after, you know, walking distances or um, waiting for buses. That i, I can feel it weigh on that right. Um, That's—I I really wanted one of those um, kind of thick-strapped, not messenger bags.
0: Messenger-style bag, though.
1: Yeah, not like straight-up chrome, but you know, like the ones that look like, like, like survival backpacks. Yeah. But I've always been, I've always wanted, I I don't think I'll ever find it, but I really do want the bag that uh, Spider Jerusalem has. Like, that kind of low-slung, lightweight, um, I I don't think it has any pockets, so that would annoy the living hell out of me. It
0: basically looks like a jungle exploration bag.
1: No, it's just a really low-slung, um, like, satchel bag. It almost looks like, like... Military medic. I mean, really uh, lightweight military, canvas. Military medic?
0: Those aren't hard to find. No? No. You either go to the Fashion Nation or you go to the Army navy Surplus Store. They have them both places.
1: Maybe when it warms up. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's not like the Diet Coke of Hoth outside.
0: <sighs> Fuck you, winter. Mm-hmm. Spring in Colorado. Meanwhile in Russia.
1: <laughs> it's 60 degrees and their neighbors are on fire.
0: And our last one, social contract, asshole. In the theme of being more conscious of your surroundings and the people that surround you, windows are not soundproof. Mm -mm. This goes two ways. When you're in your car and you've got your music up way too effing loud, or when you're outside of something and your drunk ass is screaming. Why do people think that windows are soundproof? We've all been proven many times that they are not.
1: Unless you're in a police confessional room? Booth?
0: It's the cone interrogation
1: room. Yeah, that one. Probably not soundproof.
0: <laughs> or it's double paned glass, like an Ace Ventura pet detective.
1: Or it's that sentry deprivation box from Daredevil. No, nah, that doesn't work. I didn't really have a window. It's more of some kind of weird sarcophagus. <laughs> I think he borrowed it from Stargate.
0: You're in with, I was going to say, when you're in the Cone of Silence...
1: I loved the original kind of sound. It's the new one sucked, but... Anyways. Yeah.
0: To finish up, since we're running long, windows aren't soundproof, don't be a dick. Dick. Who's that knocking at the door? Wyatt's our supervillain friend of the show, Solomon Grundy. Hello. So Fat Tuesday's coming up. How do you feel about Mardi Gras, and will you be attending?
1: Grundy want beads.
0: No, 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 put it, put it away. Please put, put them away. Just put your shirt. Grundy shit... want beads. There, there's no beads here. I don't have any beads.
1: Grundy want pants too. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbert. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon, and BANJO!